Hello, dear listeners. This podcast has reached its final episode. I've started a new podcast titled Build Your English, which you can find at patreon.com slash buildyourenglish. There, you can access your weekly free episode and its transcript. I hope to see you there. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to episode 37 of the C1 Speaking Podcast. I hope you're doing great and that you're ready to practice speaking with me. Today, we're going to answer the following question. Christian, what do you think is more important in a job? Friendly colleagues or a good salary? Are you up for it? Or are you mad for it? <laughs> that is what Liam Gallagher would say, right? All right, let's go. So, one more time. Christian, what do you think is more important in a job? Friendly colleagues or a good salary? Uh, that's a tricky question, isn't it? I'd say the answer hinges on both the type of job and your personal life. If you're in a role that's pretty solitary, like freelance writing, then a solid paycheck might be the deciding factor. But if you're in a more collaborative setting, like a busy office, then the atmosphere becomes crucial, right? I know from experience that a supportive team can make even a tedious job feel more bearable. That said, let's not forget, if you're trying to make ends meet, a good salary shifts from being a luxury to an absolute must-have, right? So, in the end, both factors carry weight. A positive workplace can keep your spirits high, while a robust salary meets the practical needs. And that rhymes. <laughs> meets the practical needs. Wow. All right, here we go. That was my answer. Let's have a look at five interesting chunks from the model answer. The first one is the verb phrase hinge on, yeah, to hinge on. So the meaning of to hinge on is to depend on or to be contingent upon. Yeah. So for example, you could say the success of the project hinges on the team's ability to work together. Hinge on, hinges on. Yeah, if you say he, it, or she, hinges on. All right, the next one, deciding factor. Yeah, this is an important one that you can use in your exam because quite often the question is something like, what do you think is the most important reason or the biggest influence or what has the biggest effect or something like that, right? So, and a phrase that you can use quite often in the context, in this context is deciding factor. So it means the most important reason or condition that determines the outcome. Yeah. So there you go. You see? Quite a useful phrase to use in your exam. Uh, example sentence. For me, 
Location was the deciding factor when choosing a flat in Madrid. Yeah. All right. Next one. Next phrase. Trying to make ends meet. Yeah. That's an idiom, of course, because we're not really trying to make ends meet. That doesn't make sense, right? It's idiomatic. And it means that you're struggling to cover basic expenses like the groceries, the rent, yeah, uh, heating, that kind of stuff. So she took a second job because she was trying to make ends meet. That's the example sentence. To make ends meet. Chunk number four. I used in my answer the phrase shifts from being a luxury to an absolute must-have. And this means changes in importance from being optional, a luxury, to mandatory, an absolute must-have. So for example, when living in Madrid, air conditioning shifts from being a luxury to an absolute must-have in summer. By the way, can you say this? Luxury? Luxury? Yes, great. All right. Last one. Carry weight. Great phrase. And it means to have significance or importance. So, for example, her opinion carries weight in the department. Her opinion carries weight in the department. Yeah? So, that's another useful phrase that you can use if you want to express that something has significance or importance. It carries weight. All right. Now you know five expressions or chunks from the answer. Let's do some practice. Let's practice speaking. So the first one, the collocation, or I should say the phrasal verb or the verb phrase, to hinge on. Yeah? To hinge on. Can you repeat? Hinge on. Perfect. Now, let's change the tense, yeah? So the original sentence is, our grade hinges on this final exam. Hinges on this final exam. Yeah? So there's a difference because now you have to Change this to the past tense. Try to say it. So this is interesting, right? Because in the present we say our grade hinges, hinges. But in the past simple we say our grade hinged, hinged. Yeah? Our grade hinged on that final exam. That's an important pronunciation difference, right? So one more time. Can you repeat after me? Our grade hinged on that final exam. Hinged on. Nice one. Now, say something true for you. The original sentence is, the event's success hinges on good weather. What could you say about yourself? 
So in my case, I could say something like, my productivity often hinges on a good night's sleep. That's absolutely true. Also true, my mood hinges on how well I've eaten. That's definitely true. <laughs> Two. <laughs> All right, next one. Deciding factor. Yeah, so repeat after me. Deciding factor. Great. Deciding factor. All right. Now we're going to work with synonyms. So the original sentence is, the judge's ruling was the deciding factor. What can you say for deciding factor? All right. Now here's my answer, right? The judge's verdict was the pivotal element. That is a bit forced, in my opinion. I would just say was the pivotal factor or the crucial factor. Yeah? But if you want another word for factor, you might use element. Anyway, the most important thing here is that you know that a synonym for deciding is either pivotal or crucial. Yeah? So repeat after me. The judge's verdict was the pivotal factor. Great. Or you can say the judge's verdict was the crucial factor. Splendid. Well done. So deciding, pivotal, crucial. There you go. Finally, say something true for you. So for me, company culture is often the deciding factor in choosing a job. How about you? All right. Splendid. Well done. There we have it, dear listeners. We've just applied step three of the speaking operating system. And remember, this system is part of my AC1 speaking course available on my website. Now, in this episode, we only used three of the six steps for each example. And on my website, you can practice all six steps. Yeah. So just click on the practice free button to get started. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you very much. I hope you found this episode helpful. And if you enjoy my podcast, don't forget to leave a review or share it with your friends. Until next time, stay curious, keep learning, and as always, happy speaking. Speak soon, my friends. Bye-bye. Oh, and one more thing. You might have heard that I have a new podcast. It's called Build Your English. Every week, from Monday to Friday, I publish 10-minute lessons that teach English in a fun and effective way. I talk about all sorts of topics, from everyday subjects like food, travel, books, 
and language learning to more serious ones like history, politics, culture, and even philosophy. The episodes are spoken at a speed you can understand and come with downloadable mp3 files and pdf transcripts. So by dedicating just 10 minutes a day to our lessons, you won't just see improvements in your English, you'll also enjoy the learning journey. I invite you to listen to an episode and see for yourself. Patreon.com slash build your English. Patreon.com slash build your English.